you understand people very well so as an dc or as an sdm or as a director of something i would have people walking in all the time of course so as many officers say by the time the guy reaches from the door to your opposite your table you know who he is and what he's coming for <laughs> yes. and his demeanor if he says uh, the same guy who comes in every day to work with you one day he comes in very shyly and you know ke chutti lene aaye so that kind of thing you understand human beings a little better two year old doesn't know what to do with his life and career and there is confusion so when i resigned i had him or her in mind that i must instruct not instruct i must inspire these people into knowing that life is not to be taken that seriously you have to work hard and all of course i don't need to repeat that but you need to be knowing that you are uh in in it for you know entertainment also and fun also and happiness is the goal so i want more people to know about this message that's why i do all this it does point towards that you are an empathetic person a lot so that's great but i don't think the youth reads enough and if you would uh, read enough then uh, your life becomes a little more meaningful and because there's so many great people who've written books and uh, connecting to them obviously helps So I think uh, there are things which I relate to and certain things which I don't Right Mr. Vivek Atre thank you so much again for being on the Jantak show My pleasure How are you feeling I know you have been pretty hectic with uh, your book launch and you know doing couple of other podcast shows talks so how are you feeling Feeling light creative peppy and energetic hopefully and experienced <laughs> all these things so your your uh, fourth book i am very impressed by the title it's still a wonderful life uh, but before we talk about that i have a question for you so your book is a compilation of your article called random forays right but you are a person who gave a structure to it structure to a random foray and i think that requires a person who can find focus in chaos who can find meaning in chaos so how did you do that how how did you give like such a structure to a, such a random thing it's such a beautiful question and here's the cover of the book as you know it's like it's I, a wonderful life, still a wonderful day. life and so what i did in this book was that see i wrote these random forays randomly okay so when i wrote them over the last 5 years i was whatever subject would come to mind in that fortnight i get okay. two weeks to write it for the hindustan times so i would write it randomly okay this time let me write on sports this time motivation this time social media this time on government this time humor so i would have that in mind it was random and the editor had given me that license to go randomly and okay. do whatever it's like telling uh, Uh, Virender Sehwag, you just go and play how you like. And that's how it does. That's <laughs> how it went. So that's how he plays. Uh, but the good thing came out that there are fourteen themes, okay, which I found later, which run across these, and out of these fourteen, perhaps five or six are the main themes. Okay. But uh, I was able to then compile these into those fourteen sections. Mm-hmm. One hundred and twenty of them into fourteen sections, and now I've written another thirty. Uh, which will be in the next book mm-hmm. so i think uh, they'll also part fall part of these because there are big themes like social media like uh, society like relationships like government like humor like uh, education elderly and social media pressure so i think it's pretty much uh, under control 
and uh, 14 themes which uh, right i don't think i could write about something like salsa dancing or cooking or something i, I mean if you it. try you can because <laughs> i remember last time i i started with saying that you are master of all the trades so i'm sure if you try you can do that i don't know i've tried my hand at dancing a few times i'm pretty bad at it and see everybody is uh, there is an 80 20 rule which i follow and we talked about it perhaps yes, last yes. time as well so i think no there's no perfection in this world mm -hmm. but it is possible for us to be uh, good and uh, keep getting better and do more things but you can't do everything of course you know, a very interesting thing, 80-20 rule, I was listening to a podcast by Jordan Peterson just almost like 3-4 hours away and he's like, you know, he tried to make sense of the 80-20 rule, right? So what do you think, like why 80% of the results come from just 20%? It's like this that uh, prioritization has to take place. So you see, um, the, the effort required and the output are not uh, proportionate to each other. Mm -hmm. So you may be slogging about something and finally you come up with a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, you, you may have heard of gold diggers. Yes. They dig and dig and dig and how much gold do they extract? One ounce of it, right? Yes. Whereas if you're studying for an exam, there are people who have passed exams with flying colors after studying for one day. Okay. So that one day of effort and look at the results. Story for all the engineers. <laughs> <laughs> so, same so, so the issue here is that things are not... It's not 2 plus 2 equal to 4. Mm -hmm. So we put in 80% of our effort and sometimes only 20% of the results will accrue. Yes. And you put in effort which is prioritized and 20% committed focused effort which leads 80% of the results. So I think that's one. The other thing I, I have extended this rule to my talks by saying that let us be 80%, 90% uh, finishers. Okay. In the sense that let us not try for 100% perfection in anything you do. Mm -hmm. There is no point unless you are an artist who is making a painting which has to be absolutely, you know, per um, your heart and whatever soul. A perfect cover drive by Virat Kohli could be 100 out of 100. But an imperfect cover drive by someone like uh, Hardik Pandya may also get four runs. Yes. So it's, it's like uh, let's try for like 80-85% first. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, uh, you, you told that it's your story as well when I spoke about the engineers. I just realized very little is known about your engineering days. <laughs> so, maybe if you know, if you can just take us to... You went to NIT Kurukshetra, yeah, right? Yeah. How, were your, how were your college days? So, two things about my college, three things about my college days. One, that I was a sportsman before going there. So, I got the benefit of cricket at the national level, Sikh and I do twice. Yes, yes, I do. While getting admission to NIT. And my percentage was not as good as others. But I got that sports seat, one of the two sports seats okay. into engineering. Which meant that when I played cricket, I would have otherwise studied for engineering. So, mm -hmm. luckily, I got in playing cricket. Okay. Secondly, I did reasonably okay uh, in the once you get in, you are going to be an engineer one day. So I, I got in and I was an engineer one day. I started writing in that college. Okay, writing. So what? apart from engineering, I started writing creative writing, which is now random for A's. That time it was there was a college magazine called Vulcan. Okay. And I would not write about electronics engineering, which mm -hmm. was my branch. I would write one title was um, from never newsers to newsaholics, okay. which means somebody who doesn't care about news and somebody who's an alcoholic about news. Okay. 
then one was that uh, you know uh, headlines of all kinds so miss india is from mumbai or this happened or that happened about news coverage about something then i also wrote about i wrote humorous things so four articles were published in those four years in the annual magazine each year <laughs> the third thing about engineering college was that i met my wife to be wow. so she was two years my junior and uh, i was in third year when she was in first year and they came as a batch of 20 girls whereas there used to be three or four girls every year at that time okay. now the number of girls could be 40 to 50% of the strength yes, of the, the college is better now that time it was 5% or 2% wow. so when she came with those batches then we became friends and we got ultimately got married so three and this is probably the main one <laughs> from engineering <laughs> most important one. most important right uh, so you know when we were talking about the artist and when we were talking about perfection one thing came into mind into my mind which was visualization and i believe that's a huge part of writing you have written fiction as well then you have written you know self help books as well what's your process of visualizing because especially when you write fiction you have to visualize characters you have to visualize you know how the story line would look like how's the process like for because i think it's pretty difficult so if you can you know, just take us through your process so when i wrote my two novels they were the only bit of fiction that i wrote I've written a few short stories and a micro story or two also. So I think the process of uh, writing fiction is basically to live your characters for a while. Okay. So I as I always say about these books, I can write from the point of view of an Indian young man because I was also a young man and uh, not so young now, but I can visualize what that young man is thinking about like visualization you yes. said. I know what he's going through. I've been through these things, and even now I'm a guy. I know how a gentleman or a man thinks in India, in urban India. Now, if I write from the point of view of an Armenian old woman okay. who's sitting and knitting in the sun, and her son is working in the sea, I won't know what to say. So I visualize my circumstances, my experiences, and I fictionalize them in my mind. Okay. So in my move on bunny I have the one of the traits of bunny is that he has nice creative hands. Okay. So the he gets a compliment from one of the ladies and just a subtle thing. You have beautiful hands and you are very like you use them a lot. So I myself have been through such conversations. Okay. And uh, for for putting in your own life into a fictional character is possible only in the shades of little bit. So everybody asks me, "Is Bunny Kapoor you in Move yes, On?" Yes, Bunny, I, I said, "No, I'm not. Not as naughty as Bunny Kapoor. I'm not as adventurous <laughs> as Bunny Kapoor, but I have had some thoughts and experiences that he had." So I think visualize your character, live your character in fiction, and in non-fiction and random forays, it's more about visualizing reality, experience, and life, like pandemic, of lack of motivation in people, overthinking, which I talk about so much. so there life comes into play and here imagination comes into play absolutely so you just spoke about you know how you used to write uh, humorous articles back in the college i think at least from my generation the process of finding the right your humorous style is really like you know authentic humor, humorist humoristic style of yours like it's really difficult so have you been able to find what kind of humor comes to you or Uh, like you know, do you still that, or do you do you still struggle with that? Again, a very good question. For a writer, this kind of question is very uh, apt. You see, 
I somehow ingrained a bit of humor in my personality, which was subtle. Okay. From my nana ji and my dad. Obviously, they were on opposite sides of the families, <laughs> but my dad had this subtle wit, and my nana ji also had this subtle. And mama, mama also has it, and my mom also had it. So I had this kind of wit coming in from the family. Okay. Older generations. Then P. G. Woodhouse and writers of who course. make magic with words. Yes. Even Agatha Christie, who writes serious stuff, of course, but Woodhouse with his humor, Christie with her mysteries, they fascinated me. And I read a lot of them, lots of them. Even now I read Woodhouse whenever I feel like in the morning. So I'll read out some Woodhouse to my wife, and you know you start laughing in the beginning. <laughs> so we joke, you know, that day's beginning is good. Laughing. So you know, there's a "Bhule Bisre Geet" which comes on the radio, which we used to listen to earlier. That "Bhule Bisre Geet" listening to the day's beginning is good. So laughing is good. So if you keep laughing, and if you keep that bent of mind about cheerfulness about life, then you can write about humor. so i i got that back but to add to what you asked in response to that i think i notice people a little more than normal people do as a writer i notice guys so sardar ji with a long beard and the lady walking with him might be a very graceful sari clad uh, lady and he is looking like not so uh, you know organized but she is very impeccable and i have a lot of uh, sardar ji friends and we laugh a lot so then i'll notice somebody who's in a mandir who's you know there just for the sake of it because his mom told him or he you know jo pretenses prashad 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 milna hai ya phir jab ja ke ji hum bahut garbad karke hum bhagwan ji maaf kar dena okay let me go now so that's also there so you notice life and then you write about it in a slightly humorous vein that's my thing so you also do psychoanalysis of a person so i don't do psychoanalysis but i think i do analyze people and i'm not saying i'm judgmental but i you do form an opinion and with intuition and with experience these two things you understand people very well so as an dc or as an sdm or as a director of something i would have people walking in all the time of course so as many officers say by the time the guy reaches from the door to your opposite your table you know who he is and what he's come for <laughs> yes. and his demeanor if he says uh, the same guy who comes in every day to work with you one day he comes in very shyly and you know ke chutti lene aaya so that kind of thing you understand human beings a little better you also takes me back to our first question when i asked you about uh, you are someone who finds structure or you are someone who finds meaning in chaos Right. So, are you that kind of person? Have you have I got 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 this right? I think it's a good point you make. So, I am not absolutely organized and structured. I am quite uh, random and creative in my day. But I think there's an overall structure. So, and the the word structure is not as fun as random okay. or creative or you know maybe disorganized is wrong. But being unorganized, perhaps. at time so you go with the flow at time the river is flowing it's not really structured it might you know the water might go to a certain area which it never went to earlier because of the pressure and then it didn't and then it went the sea also the wave come and go uh, but uh, i think life is meant to be led by the heart but if you have a little bit of discipline and organization in your life and you have a broad picture of what you're doing i think you're fine You have multiple Josh talks, multiple TED talks. You've been on multiple podcasts, including the Ranveer show, the 
best podcast of india you have been writing so much why do you do that i am just curious i think i want to reach out to as many people as possible so it's why, been four why? years i'll tell you yeah i've been it's been four years since i resigned from the ias and to resign from the ias uh, you have to have another aim okay. you have to do something right so my thing is to reach out to the youth and give them my message and i will reach out to more and more youth uh, if i am on podcast if i am on tedx if i am on um, platforms which reach further josh talks so what happens is that and i speak a lot in hindi because of that because i i know i'll reach more people but i also speak in english because i know i'll reach some people who will think rightly and they may be people who are more powerful okay and they may be influencers and decision makers and government people of course so if they are inspired by what i say then uh, it helps the nation in a way if you look at it that not only me there could be 500 like me or 200 like me and there are people who are much more popular than me and people who are less popular than me but we're all in the same uh, motivational or uh, influencing people in the right direction role the second thing is that that guy who's depressed 20 year old 22 year old doesn't know what to do with his life and career and there is confusion so when i resigned i had him or her in mind that i must instruct not instruct i must inspire these people into knowing that life is not to be taken that seriously you have to work hard and all of course i don't need to repeat that but you need to be knowing that you are uh, in in it for you know entertainment also and fun also and happiness is the goal so i want more people to know about this message that's why i do all this it does point towards that you are an empathetic person and i just i'm just curious again for the youth because you have been delivering your messages to the youth what part of today's youth you cannot relate to absolutely <laughs> so i am uh, one who gets along very well with the youth but uh, i and i sleep at midnight okay so which is late for people traditional people and uh, i even sleep at 12:30 or 1 at time which is late and uh, but uh, some people sleep at 4 and they are young people so that part i can't relate to so there is there is this uh, tedx talk i think also on the arcadian lights okay and why uh, human beings are meant to be awake during daylight and asleep during night time that is the human body cycle and the mind and that is what the birds and animals do they don't stay awake with the facebook or uh, yeah. instagram yeah. right the birds don't do that yeah. they wake up at 5 in the morning we don't do that and some do some are sleeping at 10 even today and waking up at 4:30 or 5 yes so uh, i think they are better off than someone like me who sleeps late but i am better off than someone like uh, anyone who sleeps i'm not saying you <laughs> but someone who sleeps at 4 am uh, honestly <laughs> i sleep at 11 great so anyone who, so I, that part i can't relate to but i i can relate to most of the other things that's right uh right and is there something that uh, like you know for example if you uh, for the current youth you have, you i'm sure you must also be evolving and learning a lot of things so what was the most challenging thing for you to learn or to adapt uh, you know to ensure that you are relatable to the youth i think one thing that helped was that i was fit okay and when i used to go and talk to them i i could look fit so they used to ask me sir aap bade fit lagte ho and and uh, luckily for me even today people think i'm younger than i am 
so i think that part helped them to relate to me more than sorry to use this expression a podgy portly kind of person who's you know beyond their years by far okay so now they know that i am older by virtue of my experience and i have grown up daughters mm-hmm. so they know i am older right but they do connect in many ways and so connecting to them became easy for me because of the way i was but also perhaps because i knew a few uh, trends like technology so i am reasonably savvy with everything that is technology related right so i will know how to go live on instagram i will know what to do i'll know how to uh, you know to go to settings and do this and that and whatever so i think that also relates well with them um sports also relates well with them so i i talk a lot and i indulge i play so that also helps there are a couple of things which don't uh, relate uh, which i don't relate uh, very well with the the current youth because i read much more than many boys and girls do i know that you and ayush you read a lot so that's great but i don't think the youth reads enough and if you would uh, read enough then uh, your life becomes a little more meaningful and because there's so many great people who've written books and uh, connecting to them obviously helps so i think uh, there are things which i relate to and certain things which i don't do you think with the authors also starting their own podcast or being uh, you know creating content on social media do you think this uh, this this paradigm is going to shift of you know reading books do you think that's going to shift anytime soon i think it's going to and i think uh, the more sensible people become because the world is actually progressing in every way of course i mean if you look at now let's bring in a spiritual angle if you look at the uh, scriptures of the world darkness is going to fade away from humanity and the upward cycle in uh, the hindu uh, scriptures is is presently on and uh, the people say kalyug but uh, paramansa yogananda and his guru shri yukteswar write that kalyug was over in the 1700s okay after that electricity came the printing press came now the internet came communication cannot be kalyug there are people who are kalyug types <laughs> yes and there are vestiges of the past past but then if we are in a cycle of let's say 4800 years now which could be dwapar yuga as yukteswar ji puts it and it's only been 200 years into this 4800 year period then obviously we're still showing some tendencies of kalyug but 500 years down the line we may have a much better era or even 100 years down the line so i think that people are evolving society is getting better so let's look at it that way i have a great i have great faith in the youth and in humanity so i think people are getting into empathy into other things there are of course that that it is a world of duality yeah so there are the bad guys and the good guys are always there and there are those guys who are partly good and partly bad there's a lot of studies on the the impact of social media on the youth like you know with all the likes and everything coming in views and everything but for someone your age like you know who is a tech savvy who knows in and out about let's say instagram youtube what's the impact of social media on you do you, do you care about likes and views or like you know how it is for you yeah so i'm human and obviously one likes uh, likes <laughs> so one likes compliments and uh, but you do tend to get used to it at a certain level now if i get a letter from uh, cristiano ronaldo saying vivek i heard your talk and you know it was fabulous 
obviously i'm going to feel <laughs> on top of the world right yes. or roger federer coming and taking a picture with i wow man so i'm human uh, but um, and i do like uh, following obviously on social media but it's not something i'm crazy about i think it's something which is part of my plan to as i said to reach out to more people but it's not something i'm craving for so craving is not there but yeah the campaign is on that's what it is i think that's the problem uh, like you know because you know where to draw the line uh, the people in their early 20s or their late teens they don't know where to where to draw the Could line be. right and it has taken a toll on their mental health it has taken a toll on their attention span so uh, you know in these terms like for example attention span have you felt any kind of uh, like you know a- any kind of effect on you maybe if you uh, read let's say 20 pages a day in 2008 and now like you know is there any kind of impact in terms of your attention span or the kind of videos you watch or the uh, the time of the duration of the videos you watch my attention span is uh, also being impacted like everybody else and i know that i have to look at my smartphone <laughs> i have to uh, find out what's happening here and there and there is that restlessness but what has helped me over the years is meditation so had i not meditated for the last 10 or 12 years yeah. i think i would have been a more restless person in this era than i was 15 years ago and obviously there is a little less span of attention with everybody but it is still okay in people who meditate and read and i'm one of them hopefully so i think and i'm also a cricketer and a batsman and you know that you have to concentrate so if i'm doing one thing i try to concentrate on that and that helps me to actually uh, have a greater span of attention i think i'm even a better listener than i used to be so maybe i was too energetic and wanting to do the next thing okay. and now i'm not so that's how it goes you are a batter right you are a batter i'm a batter i was an opening batsman and i still play and i enjoy playing and it's fabulous and i try to concentrate and we have little joey over here hi joey so hi joey you know this is a second dog appearance in our podcast okay we have had so we are, we are speaking to mr somveer anand he is uh, the founder of pen fresh and um, uh, his dog I, i forgot her name uh, nuri uh, she like you know we were speaking and she just came and lay down on the couch and uh we like he wants to show his tail because <laughs> beagles have high tails because they are small dogs and they are hunter dogs so the hunters could only see them through the tail and he he just wants to come and wag his tail and go back and that's what he done they also follow smell right these are amazing amazing instincts no doubt we have a lot to learn from animals of course how uh, guileless they are there's no agenda of course sir. yeah except food <laughs> <laughs> I am getting pe- I'm getting petted. <laughs> I have a pet bull as well. Yeah. Uh but he gets jealous. I I'm like so if he smells joy on me when I go home he is going to go crazy. Crazy. And it, it it has happened a lot of times. <laughs> uh but yeah coming back to uh, meditation so I wanted to know uh like you know if the youth of today if they want to start meditating what should be the starting point of it? I think they need to read a little bit about the techniques of meditation. Okay. I follow YSS. You can follow or anybody can follow any path. YSS is Yogada Satsang Society. So there is there are printed lessons which we get and we read them and then we understand how to meditate. If you just sit and you know uh try to meditate uh, for a longer period without any technique it's not possible. 
माइंड द माइंड इज द माइंड इन द ऑटोबायोग्राफी ऑफ योगी परमंस योगानंद से द मोस्ट डिफिकल्ट टू कंट्रोल इज द माइंड यू कैन कंट्रोल वाइल्ड एनिमल्स एंड एलिफेंट्स एंड टाइगर्स एंड स्नेक्स नॉट द माइंड समबडी एल्स इज कोटेड एज सेइंग दैट सो आई से फाइंड आउट टेक्निक्स एंड मेडिटेट अकॉर्डिंगली अदरवाइज ड्यूरिंग द डे रिमेंबर गॉड प्रे एज मच एज यू कैन प्रे ट्वेंटी टाइम्स अ डे वाई ओनली वंस अ डे इन योर माइंड जस्ट कनेक्ट विद द लॉर्ड एंड मेडिटेट ट्वाइस अ डे एटलीस्ट सिट क्वाइटली एंड फोकस हेयर और वेर एवर यू फील यू कैन एंड ट्राई टू कनेक्ट विद इन अ सेल्फ योर थाट्स एंड योर ब्रेथ विल काम इवन इफ यू सिट कामली फॉर अ वाइल एंड वंस दे काम डाउन देन योर क्वालिटी ऑफ बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विल इम्प्रूव इफ यू डू दैट एवरी डे यू लुक फिटर यू लुक यू विल ग्लो दे विल बी एन और बिकॉज द हार्ट एंड द सेंसेज आर वर्किंग टू हार्ट and this is what all the saints tell you and when you interiorize your energy then uh, the the they are not working that hard and you are meditating then you start glowing from within and your spine and your chakras they all get okay you know i think <clears throat> like uh, i'd say 3 4 years ago the meditation and spirituality was demonized because of all the babas getting caught and you know all the लाइक वो भांडा फोर वाली बात है सो लाइक यू नो इफ यू कैन मे बी क्लैरिफाई द मिथ्स अराउंड मेडिटेशन आई थिंक दैट वुड बी रियली हेल्पफुल फॉर एनी वन हु इज स्टिल इन डाल इफ दे शुड यू नो स्टार्ट मेडिटेटिंग ऑन नॉट आई थिंक इट्स अ गुड पॉइंट एंड सी स्पिरिचुअलिटी इज प्योर एंड इट्स हायर रेल देर आर बाबाज और पीपल हु आर नॉट इवन I mean, religion, in my view, is not as high as spirituality. But they are not even religious. They are in it to just make something out of it, money or whatever it is, power or influence, whatever. So um, they are not even religious. They are not even spiritual. Confusion is in the society that this person is a great learned person. We follow him, but we he turns out to be a rogue. So I think uh, it is the people who have to be discerning. and a few years ago and again there might be some baba who creates the same yeah, misapprehension yeah. but who is stopping anyone from connecting with the inner self or the higher self or the lord any religion so i don't think they should be confused with each other i think again you are a person who finds meaning and calmness in chaos <laughs> uh for a person uh, let's say you know talking about meditation uh, if i want to start i would think about you know like because the kind the way people speak about it it seems really difficult but how you spoke it it seems really i i wouldn't say easy but over the time i think a person can get the hold of it yeah it's easier to say than do no doubt about it but i'm glad to say that i've been meditating for 12 years and following spirituality for 12 years at least or 13 years so if i speak about it now it it's coming from experience and insight so i am glad to say uh, to hear from you that uh, it is convincing and it is convincing except for for the last part of the conversation i want to speak to you about the influencers on social media okay. and like uh, you because you are an influencer you have you have been able to reach out to so many people when you go out there on a stage or any kind of platform do you try to get the you know like the 100% of you as a person or are there things that you have to uh, amend in a way that would be more relevant to people i am getting at this because 
uh, I know influencer okay it's Ankur Varekur right I know he's a really deep person I've had I have listened to his podcast but the kind of things he promote on uh, social media they seem really basic right plus it it also seems that he has been trying to make it more relatable but somehow missing the point of it so has it happened to you do you do that to be just to be more relatable with the larger audience i don't do that much because uh, luckily for me i am not expected to do that even by my followers typically being a former ias officer the most basic thing i will talk about is preparation for competitions yes and normally i talk even in that i'll put in qualities of head and heart communication skills uh, calmness creativity empathy so i normally switch back to the higher thing so i won't say that you read ncrts beyond a point for civil services i mean that is up to someone else to talk about but i don't go to that basic level in that sense i don't talk but i did do a few videos on for example um, common indian errors that's a factual so it's a factual thing so i don't get into things like relationships or you know breakups or you know you can ranveer and all do that i mean i went to ranveer's show i was a little apprehensive as to what he is going to talk to me about but he turned out to be very well read and researched and he spoke to, uh, to me about the right thing so what i'm saying other speakers you didn't mention are at liberty to do what they want but i think we should uh, ultimately be driving home the truth and being relatable is only for getting to the truth so you're only connecting to someone getting their attention True. for that purpose i think people like ranveer lava they they're doing a tremendous job with the kind of content he gets i think it's it's an inspiration for even podcast like you know small podcast like us as well uh, but just want to understand how is your experience with being on the number one show of uh, india Well, it was fabulous i found him to be a meditator and he's been talking yes, about it yes, now of course i was uh, apprehensive initially my young manager anshuman and my daughters priya and kavya they told me must go and i was a little uh, you know iffy about it they said must go so must go papa must go so i'm like okay i went with an open mind but i was a little uh, <laughs> for the first time i was nervous like <laughs> what is this guy going to be like and he's half my age so when i reached there i realized he has substance and he's interviewed people like uh, shwajnagar and magra and priyanka yes, chopra yes. bradley as well uh, yeah bradley as well and here i am now 200th episode or 131st or whatever and vivek atre and uh, so i said uh, let's go with the flow and he he was good he he understood me and i understood him rather he said i am feeling a little nervous of you because you're the I first know, ias I officer I here so i said uh, don't be nervous of me but uh, and suddenly i was not uh, after that i had no inhibitions and we just went with it of course i think uh, a person who can make vivek atre nervous that person ought to have substance <laughs> like i i cannot doubt that at all uh but sir like last question to you uh through these platforms uh like you know through through platforms like ranveer show or josh talks tech talks and even the jantak show yes. what kind of message like you know if if you have to streamline into one line if uh, like you know it's it's a very cliche question but if very important one line had to be written on uh, you know on on your biography or on your grave what would be that i think it would be live life to the fullest be cheerful peppy creative and find that approach to life which 
helps you right so thank you so much always a pleasure to speak with someone like you and i wish you all the best for your book we'll also attach the link to buy your book and we hope it re- reaches out to more and more people and they also find structure in the random forays you have to offer thank you very much manik thank you great thank you